and welcome to the very first Good Darts pod from the World Championship, the biggest and best tournament in World Darts, although it's slightly different this year because uh, I'm Dan Dawson. Uh, this is Wayne Mardell who is sat one metre plus away from me in this, not far enough by Wayne's face, uh, <laughs> as we try and find ways of recording this. We're doing this in the break on day four because that's the only opportunity we've had to do it. Uh, how are you finding the World Championship, this weird World Championship, Wayne? Yeah, look, the, the darts is living up. I have to <clears> say, it's getting better and better. The, the, the players are warming to the task. It was it was pretty iffy the first couple of days. Yeah. And to be honest, it was awkward for I think everyone, absolutely everyone. Uh, it's just so different, and I I, I can't tell the listeners. Uh, I can't put into words. You, you're a lot more eloquent than I am. Uh, the 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 sheer difference. It it feels like a world championships. Then it doesn't. Yeah. Then it feels really important in some matches, and and then it kind of goes again. And do you know what? I feel for the players more than than anyone because there's going to be players that have had no experience of a world championships at all, of which there's 20 debutants this year. They'll be thinking. That was well, delivered with a flow. Debutants. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Quite yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit underwhelming. Um, mm. It's. You know, it's, it's just been different, but a bit, a bit off, a bit awkward. The weird thing is, I mean, even when we had some fans in, it wasn't that many. It's a few hundred in on the opening night. When you walk around this place normally, and this, look, if you've been to the World Championship, maybe you've turned up for a session, a night, maybe you come every year. But if you're here for the whole thing, it is, it's a proper marathon. I mean, some of these guys, me included, we're getting in at nine in the morning, we leave at midnight every day. No one day. works harder than you, Dan. Well, no, 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 I mean, uh, longer. <laughs> I'm here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't necessarily I'm, mean I'm furiously grafting. Right, okay. Dave Allen, the press, oh, he's doing loads of graft, no, but I'm just, I just have to hang around because he gives me lifts back to and from the <laughs> hotel. That's the only reason I'm here. But if you're here all the way through, it's, it's this constant energy that all the fans bring and it just carries you through even when you're there and you've you know it, it feels like you might be flagging a bit you suddenly realize that everybody's going absolutely berserk and there's this buzz and it's not there at the minute the only thing you've got is the darts and the players yeah. themselves yeah. and that you're right it does carry along sometimes but sometimes it's like it feels weird it feels weird. i have to say it looks good in the hall it, I, I like how the riggers have yeah. have made it look yeah. but it is odd it, it is odd, but you, you make a real good point about the, all, all the, the, the crowd, like 3,500 normally for every single session, mm. nigh on. And what that is, is that, like you said about, there might be some real gruelling games that take out of everyone, because mm. it's concentration that behind yeah. the scenes. But what happens then, 3,500 leave, 3,500 come in and inject yeah. new energy. We're not getting any of that, and the players are not getting that. So mm. when they walk out, from the practice room where there's there's a bit of a, a, a buzz mm. because they're, they're all socially distanced of course but they're, they're all having that little bit of banter where they come up to an arena uh, uh, the, the auditorium that's deathly silent yeah it's like, oh all oh, right just feels so different for them uh, that can knock your energy levels down and you know what the weird thing i hadn't even thought about that until we just started talking about it the players themselves if you go to the, say the match play or the grand prix or whatever you've got a field of 32 now it's three times that here yeah. but because it's so spread out they're not all in the same place at once you haven't got you haven't got even got 16 players in the same yeah. building at once here it's only a handful of them and they're all in the red zone they can't mix with anybody right. so it's only about i reckon there's probably 
15, maybe 20 people tops, including security, players, marshals, in that red zone. They're not mixing with anybody at all. So we're if not even allowed to look at them. No, we're not. No, we're not. I looked at Darius Labanowskis earlier, and honestly, I was frog-marched out the arena. Did Dean Williams, the players' marshal, go immediately erect a modesty screen? So, no, 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 you can't look at him. You can't avert your eyes, Martel. It What's was. <laughs> Sorry. What? Uh, Rod Studd. Oh, Rod Studd. Oh, of course it is. Uh, Look, oh, you I can't love... pie off Stud. Whilst I love him, I don't love him that much. Right. This is more important <laughs> it than is Do you know what is more important? Pointing out your repeated failings on the PDC picks over the course of this what tournament. Oh, my. Yesterday, you had an absolute shocker. Yeah, you... I know darts, right? Well, I mean, you keep telling me that. Uh, no, no, let me get this right. I know how to throw darts. Right, yeah. How they should win, I don't know. I mean, Clearly. we have had some strange old games the one, what's been your favourite game of the time? I know what you're going to say, actually. What's been your favourite game? Yeah, it, it was it was Dan Lorby and... Um, oh, it's so great, wasn't it? So. Now, can I just remind you, yeah. on this very podcast, yeah. I, I don't think I've seen Dan Lorby throw a, a single 20. I don't think you could hit a big 20. I think that's your exact words. I love being correct. Yeah, I t- how didn't he correct you, though? Wow. Do you know what? I'd, what happened at the end was just really unfortunate and horrible where uh, uh, the fake crowd noise wrangler managed to get it a bit wrong yes yes uh, just a bit wrong i mean look that has happened loads of times before timing and it's really regrettable and you said that kind of as we were chatting uh, off mic but do you know what i love the way the 148 was one of the best finishes i've seen in the event so far Mm. Uh, should have gone two nil down in sets how he pulled that out was just magnificent but then he was under pressure from the very, very start. Mark Webster's phoning me now. I'm, I'm sick of it. Go I'm, away. I'm beginning to think there's some sort of Sky Sports commentator emergency <laughs> that I'm not aware of. Um, I, I, to, uh, for Dan, uh, uh, debutant. Uh, de- yeah, yeah, <laughs> debutant. Uh, yeah, to, to perform under that pressure, scrutiny, uh, do you know what? Hats off. I want to see him again. And I'm sorry for being so wrong. But I love being corrected. Absolutely. I get corrected daily. <laughs> You've been corrected by the field of the World Championship daily at the minute. I mean, yesterday you managed to get three out of eight right. I mean, that's bad. Even for me, that would be quite bad. Uh, at, the, at the moment, tallying up all our picks, uh, which you can do as well on the PDC la, la, Picks la, la, app, la, la, la. <laughs> Wayne has 13 correct, trailing trailing in my way 16 correct 16 i mean let's don't talk about how many games we've had 16 is more than 30 16 is more than 13 significantly more than 13 would you rather be if you was a golfer would you rather be 16 over par or 13 over par? i don't do golf mate i do two sports i do darts i do i do i do world chase because it's boring it's boring listening to your day saturday gilet talking about golf Oh, God. I'll give you credit over, over that tag. <laughs> World chase tag is good, isn't it? I watched it for like 15 minutes and I, I, was, I was smitten. It's mesmerising, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the equivalent of Ryan Searle, Dan Lorby, but on a climbing frame. Yeah, I, I, yeah credit to you. You, you. you found what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, sh- shouting as men jump up and down off platforms. That's basically it. Oh, do you want to see what? I got an early Christmas present. Do you want to see it? Where have I put it? Well, I don't care. You're seeing it. Look at these, Wayne. I am holding up a pair of bespoke boxer shorts 
which are emblazoned not only with the repeated face of a screaming Dirk van Dijvenbode, but also some aubergine emojis. Would you mind if I took a photo of this? <laughs> yeah. For those of you who can hear this, honestly, the, these... This is darts merch par excellence. ...can only be described as absolutely magnificent. <laughs> this may even find its way, this photo <laughs> may even find its way with, with a tag of the good, uh, the, the, yeah, the good darts podcast in association with low six <laughs> on Twitter, because this is magnificent. That is, I mean, look, that is What's a... What's a big aubergine? <laughs> <laughs> what a big aubergine! Wow! I'm only holding them up. I'm not wearing them. Magnifique. Magnifique. It's, yeah. it's all got a very French. Um, yeah. let's do some predictions okay. for the next. So right. we're going to chuck this out as soon as we possibly. I mean, it's half four now, so I'm hoping yeah. we can get this up in the next hour. Yeah. Uh, so we may as well talk about tonight because I think tonight looks amazing. Okay. I really like it. Dirk Van Dijvenbode, Bradley Brooks. I mean, I'm. I've got the pants. I have to back Dirk. No, I, I like what I saw with Bradley when, it, when he beat Joe Davis in the final. Yeah. Uh, it, but clearly nervous, clearly kind of still inexperienced. He's pulled off some amazing wins on, on the Pro Tour, but D- Dirk's gone up a level, or mm. should I say about four or five levels. I, again, another one that I, I kind of liked, disliked, not as a human being, but as mm. a player. Uh, Dirk's got the game. Dirk has got the game. I think it could be really feisty as well. I, I like Brad, Bradley is a really nice young man. He's great in interviews. He'll, you know, he's great with the media, all this sort of stuff. Um, but I tell you what, he could he can pick a fight with it, but he doesn't mind giving it a bit. On he's a bit cocky, isn't yeah, he? oh, I don't mean in an no, in a good way, in a good way. But some people don't really like it that much. Well, exactly. I I think it could be quite entertaining. Uh, Big John Henderson, who, who I mean, you literally can't pick a fight with no, Hendo. John Henderson. Well, yeah, normal size John Henderson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's lost like twenty nine stone. It, it roughly. I mean, it, the, on the on the Jose de Souza scales, I think it is. Yeah, but the the number's not exact. But it's in the vague area. Um, Marco Cancela. I mean, look, neither man's played well lately. I I, I have to go for Hendo, but I'm reluctantly going for Hendo to be you honest. Know what? I, I I believe that this kind of could be any scoreline. I think John wins. It, John, John Anderson doesn't have to play this well to win this particular contest. Mm. But I think Marco will have to play kind of his, his, his A stroke B game. Do you know what? He fouls a lot, doesn't he, Marco? He's yeah. Disrespectful. He, he, he had a spell at the start of this year. He was playing some good stuff, but it's just disappeared and I'm not seeing anything of it. Yeah. There have been two players I've seen already this tournament who've come into this in no form I've not talked to I thought well I don't fancy him going very far and one game has completely changed my opinion of them Dobie and Gurney yeah exactly Dobie and Gurney there I mean is it is the same thing happened to you or do you just think nah it's only you can't read too much into that uh, no I, 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 I'm agreeing with Dan oh, very good at tag combat. <laughs> do you know what this world championships is just mad yeah. it, it makes me say the most ridiculous things I, I, I think of it now and he had I, I had no confidence in Dobie whatsoever mm. and I've come away thinking do you know what then I start looking at the draw going through to the quarter semi yeah oh I didn't bother looking any further because I just thought, well, he's not going to go. He, he won't. He won't be getting through that court. And then, hang on. Oh, right. Oh, oh. This was the the, the part of the, the the draw. If you remember rightly, where I kept saying, 
Keen Barry van der Voort will get through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will get through that. Well, you have it on my authority and, and my say so that they won't. It will be Gurney or Dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're starting to unpick about how Wayne's PDC picks have gone so horribly wrong over the opening few days. Uh, Luke Humphreys, Paul Lim. Luke Humphreys wasn't born until Paul Lim played his 13th World Championship campaign. I love that. Yeah, he's played 24, half of them before Luke was born. Uh, so this is his 25th. Everybody loves Paul. Luke Humphreys, though, I, I, I think he might absolutely annihilate him. I genuinely do. I was going to say, this is 25th Worlds and Luke Humphreys has been more successful in the World Championships than Paul Lim has ever been. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't it a nine data though? Forget that. All right. <laughs> All right. Why do, tell you what, why do we forget the most important nine data when, in the world? When I say forget that, I was going to say, because uh, the, the BDO is now kind of, it's kaput. It's kind so you erase all records? So just erase all records. It doesn't count. Uh, uh, joking aside, I, I love watching Paul in because at the age of, of 117, <laughs> he's still got it. But he ah. still commands this respect. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he's a better player than Luke Humphreys. Absolutely. And Luke Humphreys has started to hit some form, hasn't he? All year. If you go and look at where he is in the averages yeah. list yeah. and the Pro Tour, yeah. he's, he's up there. He is right up there. We're talking top 16 in terms of the averages, and yet keeps losing games. Now, that you can need that as a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know which way you're going to read it. Daily average of 95.70. Where's that put him on that list, then? 13th. 13th. Of all the participants in this, this World Championships. Now, if the average is 95.70 every single leg, which yeah. obviously he won't. Hmm. There will be one, the average is 94.61. Yeah. Uh, if he does that, Lim struggles to probably win a leg, maybe two in a set. Well, from what we've That's seen, how good in, that, is. That, that 95 averages, you take your chances, yeah. wins you games of darts. Might not win every game of darts. It could win you the whole tournament. It could win you the whole shebang. Yeah, it really could. Yeah. Um, but you think the man who could win the whole shebang is James Wade, yes. and he's on the way tonight. Yeah. Callan Rids. Like, he's dangerous, isn't he? He's dangerous, but I tell you what, he throws some. He throws too many poor darts mm. to beat James Wade over the format of five sets. Yeah, I mean, I think, I no, think I'm you're. Not, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm just not going to agree with you on this though because I, I think Callan Rids is about to do something. I think he's about to do something. So there are there are things I've seen him do where I just I thought you could be really special. We've yeah. not seen that yet. We've not seen it on the tour regularly, not seen him doing the Euro Tour, not seen him doing any major tournaments. He's won games because he's found enough decent stuff. Good. Yeah, he is good. But I think he's better than good. He just yeah. hasn't shown it yet. Okay. And there's going to be up a game on TV somewhere where he does that. This would be the place to where do it. Where, where? Yeah, where it Who knows where it is? You only want to play well in one tournament, don't you, really? Right. What, what the Jamie Lewis? Ball? Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lewis syndrome. Jamie. Can't win a game on the Pro Tour. Turns up at Ali Pali, completely different player. Wow. From two How does that happen? How does that happen, Dave? Wait, did you ever have somewhere where that happened? I'm a commentator, no. <laughs> you were quite good in Vegas. Maybe, maybe it did in like a Tuesday night singles in the Barking and Dagnum League. <laughs> it certainly didn't happen when it counted. No. <laughs> No, it did not. Oh, okay. That's a, I mean, if you want, he said to me last year when I interviewed him, he said, well, if you're going to have a good tournament, if you're going to be good in one tournament, it's probably good that it's the World Championship, isn't it, where every game is worth at least 10 grand. 
uh, I, I don't I don't know how he does it. I'm delighted to see see him playing well and smiling and happy because I was there on the Euro Tour where he averaged 50 odd and was a mess and it's not nice to see, and it's not the first time he's been in that situation yeah. um, so it's nice to see him bouncing back let's just rattle through some, some predictions okay. because we're not going to do this every day but I reckon, I reckon we've managed to make this work here okay. so we might be able to do this um, we've got Saturday Saturday right okay Steve Leonard Daniel Larson give me a name Lennon okay I'm agreeing uh, Scott Waits Matt Campbell oh. Great game this. Yeah, game. really. 3-2. It'll go two will win the last set. Waits will have won the bullseye, so he throws first. Mm. He takes that double 18 last dart. Waits, Waits to win. Wins. He said, I, I want to... You know, the start, the start of your little explanation there, I was going, I'm going to disagree with him whatever, because I think it's either way, but... Oh, Scott Waits is such an enticing... Ah, sod it. Matt Campbell. I'm going Matt Campbell. Kim Hybrex, Dij Wang, who, quite frankly... I don't know what his walk on's going to be, but it's not going to be as absolutely blissfully surreal as Chen Lu this afternoon. Just a small bespectacled Chinese man somberly walking on stage to Westlife while the dancing girls have no idea what to do. It's amazing. So oh. I'm, sitting in, I'm sitting in the commentary booth and I, I was in hysterics. <laughs> but I have to gather myself to be professional. Yeah. To commentate on it on his first game in 5,465 days in the World Championship, and you know when he's thinking, give him, give him all the respect that he deserves. Then mm. I'm thinking, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Get out of it. Oh, I abs- I mean, it was it was incredible. I absolutely loved it. Um, Kim Ibrix to win that. Yeah. Okay, we'll agree on that. Uh, but then this this is the I can't wait for this. Mervyn King Max Hop. A repeat of their meeting five or six years ago. Max breaking through, beating Merv, getting on the tour. A 1-6-1 checkout to win it. Absolutely unreal, that game. The way Max was talking after his win against Mathis, mm. and he said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking, uh, it's like another breakthrough yeah. game against Mervyn. He thinks he, he's going to win it. Mm. I think he Be- beats him most of the times. It's not just that one-off yeah. either. Beating yeah. him four out of six times, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think there's something about Max Hop that Mervyn King doesn't like dealing with. I yeah. don't know what it is. There's something about everybody that Mervyn King yeah, doesn't no, like dealing oh, with. Fair point, fair point. Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> really? Really, Max? Whatever. I used to have this thing with Andy Hamilton. Mm. He just had this game that made me feel that, oh, you're killing me again. You, you, like being put in a vice. I don't know what it was. Even when he played poorly, I felt that way. Mm. And I just think that there might be this, this Hamilton syndrome about about kind of uh, max up with with Mervyn King. Do you know what? I'm 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 going against against Mervyn King here, and I can't believe I'm doing that. But I know my selections have been so off, so poor that I'm going against what I think. Oh, you see, I was going to go max up, and now I now what? Oh, you go Merv. I'm going max up. Right uh, in the evening, Andy Hamilton and his vice-like grip against Nico Kurtz, who, to be honest, doesn't look like a man who's going to be phased by anything. Although I think I saw his car in the car park the other day, and he has the uh, the number plate hunk, which I thought was intriguing, but actually, I didn't know that. yeah, because right, uh, you go now. I'm disgusted oh, by the person. Alone, <laughs> nothing to do with darting ability. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Absolutely I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, can Dieter Hedman join Fallon Sherrick in the history books? Whilst I, I would love to see it, Andy Bolton for me is playing some of the darts of his life. Yeah. And 
there's a few players that, that really are right now. And I think Adam Hunt is playing some of the darts of his life. Mm. I think Ross Smith, who just got beat by Jose yeah. yesterday, is playing some of the darts of his life. Bolton is up there with, with them for, for improvement for mm. me. He is playing Dita at the right time for him. She's playing him at the wrong time. Yeah, I think so. So we're both going Andy Bolton. Damon Hetter, Danny Baggish, one of the ties of the first round. I, I, I like Baggish. I, I like Baggish. Uh, Baggish hit loads of, of 180s, 140s last year. Uh, Hetter's different class. Hetter is different class. It, it might, mm. Do you know what? I, if, he was to, if he was to be put in a Premier League, I'm, I'm not saying it should be this year, next year, whenever, uh, but if it was as, as premature as, as 2021, can you see him being overawed and, and eliminated and just annihilated week in, week out? I cannot. I, I don't think you get that. I think what you, you've got a, a Daryl Gurney level player where he could be right up there challenging. Yeah. He might, have, if he has a bad season like Gurney's had this year, but he's going to make you work hard. Oh. He's, he's not going to give you anything. He is a pest. He is a pest. I think he's brilliant. I think he's going to be fighting out for a spot in the quarterfinals with Dirt Van Dyvenboda. Um, so I think he does win that as well. And then MVG Ryan Murray hit two nine darters in a first to six game against Ryan Murray a few years ago. MVG. I, I, I know, but I'm gutted that Lawrence Ilargan is not playing Michael Van Gerwen because I think that could have just been a show on its own. As in, right, thanks for watching the darts tonight. Yeah. Turn over to, to Sky Sports 7. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. you are going to watch Michael Van Gogh and take on Lawrence Alargan in what is a game of darts, but not as anything you've ever seen yeah. before. Yeah, just mad. One, one man who absolutely hates and detests losing versus another man who absolutely hates and detests sleeves. Just can't stand him. Just get him off his arm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how different is he from a lot of the other Asian players who turn up with specific, specific sleeves, like extra sleeves. Yeah. Paul Lim goes on there. Some of them will have, like, the extra sleeve on their non-throwing arm. Yeah. What's that? Why? They, what? They would, they would love... They would love a third arm, wouldn't they? <laughs> they they would love a third arm just to wear more sleeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love, uh, octopuses. That is octopi. <laughs> octopi. Uh, yeah. No, you, who knows? I don't know. Anyway, they would love to be octopuses. Yeah. You were the one throwing around debutants earlier. <laughs> you Johnny vocab. Um, <laughs> Right, you know what? I reckon we could do another one of these a couple of days. So let's do one more. Let's do the afternoon session of the following day, which I've literally just clicked away from, so I can't remember who's in it. Bear with us. We have... Ah, Dirk Talnicker's Nick Kenny. Oh, that's a difficult one to pick, that is. They're both so up and down. Uh, right. Who's got the most vowels in their name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is Dirk. He's going Dirk. Oh, I'll go with a Welshman. Uh, Jason Lowe versus nuclear scientist Dmitry Gorbanov. Yeah. I really rate Jason Lowe. He's amazing. You know where people say, oh, he's underrated uh, for certain players? Mm. Uh, now, this man is underrated. Ah, absolutely. He's under. He goes under every single radar that's known to man. Uh, I believe that... It, I believe he wins this and can do... I say damage. People think I'll oh, go on and win it or semi-final, final. I think he can win games here. Yeah, and he can win. We think you don't have to win the whole tournament or be in the semi-finals to have an enormous effect on this World okay. Championship because if you take out one of the big names, they can't win it. That's how it works. And oh, yeah, I did not know that. yeah, yeah, you, 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 you listen to me, pal. I've been, 
I watched a few videos on YouTube. I've, I've figured out how it works. Uh, Mike Kivenhoven versus Matthew Primetime Edgar. Right, I have a thing about Edgar mm. that he averages 87. Right. I don't know. Just don't ask me why I think this because once he averaged 84. Right. I, I think he averages 87 and I think he wins the game 3 1. I. Mike Kovenhoven has more chance of beating Michael Van Gerwen than he does anybody else because he's beaten him a couple of times this year. Mental, I mean, he's, it's weird, Kovenhoven. He doesn't seem to have played any better this year than his first year last yeah. year, and yet he's won loads more games. Yeah. I don't really understand it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the primetime player as well, friend of the podcast. Uh, when Wayne couldn't be asked, Matt sat Sorry. in for a while. Uh, <laughs> and then, well, Keen Barry let you down. Uh, in this section of the draw, Vincent van der Voort was the other one you had, but now you've completely gone back on your on your bet. So, do you think Vincent gets through against Ron Mullenkamp, or do you just capitulate and say, oh, "I don't know what's going on in this section of the draw"? Ron didn't like the way he played, and he he said, "I'll need to improve," mm. and he and he will. Vincent, uh, since standing slightly more upright, just looks that little bit more consistent, and I I, I still like him. I still mm. like him. Mm-hmm. Keen Barry bowed out. Vincent van der Voort needs to win games, otherwise I, I, I could be divorcing Mrs. M. <laughs> I'm going to be in financial strife if van der Voort doesn't perform. Vincent, you need to perform, pal. There we go. Uh, and by the way, please gamble responsibly. Uh, that's a message from our partners, Low Six. Do check out the PDC Picks apps because we've, you know, we've had varying fortunes, but inevitably the cream will rise to the top. It's a marathon, not a sprint, the World Championship. And I'm sure come January 3rd, Wayne will have overtaken me in terms of the picks because I cannot stop myself. I'm like a, I, I'm just like a dog near a tin of biscuits. If there's an idiotic prediction to be made then I'm going to go for You must be missing the dogs, aren't you? Uh, of course I am. Of course I am. <laughs> I, picked, I picked a human being to win a darts match on the amount of vowels he's got in his name. Mm. And I'm still more savvy than Dan. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if over the last 20 minutes or so you hadn't been questioning why you're listening to this, you probably are now. But the World Championship is underway. The Good Darts Pod will return soonish. Bye. Bye. <laughs>